Babylon. Battle for your life, mama. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all, we are coming in hot. So hot. Just, uh, just yesterday of recording today, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. were at uh, the Chromatica Ball in Chicago, and we we had a couple people actually being like, "Can't wait for your review. I hope you hope you talk about it on the pod." <laughs> the fans are demanding, and I have to tell you, we did a quick um, ask, and mm-hmm. luckily. Um, probably Gaga aficionado, been on the pod many times. Many times. Was available. And so we're going to dive right in before we go into our regular podcast. We're going to still review an album, but we're going to spend a quick few minutes talking about Chromatica Ball Tour. That's right. And for for today's episode, we have special guest Joey Conkle joining us. Hello. Have you ever had to battle for your life? I just did last night. Yeah, uh, the crowd? <laughs> I did twice. It was insane. Oh, the crowd was wacko. It was okay. a lot of people. Crowd so was wacko. Let's, let's, let's dive straight into the crowd. Where, Joey, you've seen Chromatica Ball twice so far? Twice. And I have one more to go in Los Angeles in a couple weeks. And the first time, I was on the floor at the railing, front row, she was spitting on me. Oh, my God. Did you, did, were oh your eyebrows God. singed off? <laughs> Literally, the okay. flames burned my face off. I God, I wish I was there. And I know. The second time I was in the uh, in the stand in the seats on the floor okay. um, near the B stage, and yeah. also my eyebrows were cinched off then too. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> These are pencil. These are house lab pencil down eyebrows you're That's wearing. Right. I was gonna <laughs> say something. They yeah, look great. Oh well. Oh, my mine are dyed. I dye my eyebrows sometimes. So. I never oh, knew that. Oh, behind the scenes. A little here, a little there. Behind the scenes. Don't look. spill all Not your secrets. Not cinched. Not cinched, Mama. So we, me and Aaron, went to the Chicago show. We were on the field at Wrigley. Um, but not quite as close as you were, it sounds like, right? Well, I was close for a while. That's right. When <laughs> she came to the middle of the stage. No. Oh, no. oh God, that. Yeah. So as... Let's hear it. As happens at concerts sometimes, we got separated like just before showtime. I went to go save my friend who had like forgotten their wallet, needed his ticket, um, Aaron and other friend were getting Alex of Alex, Alex of the yeah, pod, friend of the pod. They were getting drinks, getting ready, and then all of a sudden you hear the like oh. the thing goes down. And I'm like, oh, oh. Uh, and it was truly a battle for your oh. life. Scramble to your seat. Battle for your <laughs> battle for your life. So battle for me, your seats. Me and Tom were in the correct seats, and Aaron and Alex had weaseled their way up more, but thought they were in the right seats. Yeah, like everyone around us, I was like showing my the. <laughs> My seat number to everyone, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's the right. These are right." Okay, but were your seats like on top of each other yeah, because on top ours of each were? Other, yes. And I felt bad for anyone who wasn't a size two. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. I couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even. I mean, it was even annoying. Like the entire time at the show, the guy behind me kept pushing the chair into my legs. It was, oh. which it really was battle for your life. It which, was. which I'm here to tell concert organizers that I'm here to tell you we're that. not going to be sitting in those seats. So give us the option to opt out of it so we can have just a little bit more room to stand and breathe. That would be hard logistically, but yes, I would like I'm that. pretty sure it's a fire protocol. That's why we're in the chairs because when you're in Europe, the GA section is the entire, you stand everywhere. Like there's no chairs at all. But in the US, there's only the small pit because it's a fire code and that's why they have to have the chairs there. Why did they have to, why did they do GA for, or for Dua Lipa then at Target Center? I wonder the same thing. I think it's because she's not as good as Gaga. (laughs) And kids won't run as crazy. That sounds right to me. Thank you. (laughs) 
I mean, I've had I've had shows that were like GA at Excel too, and it was fucking like annoying. I mean, Gaga when she was at Excel, yeah. it was GA and on the floor. The whole thing. The whole floor was GA. It's something with a stadium. Maybe I'm making that totally up, but that's what I read on the Twitter. It sounded right. <laughs> then I'm sticking with it. I read it on multiple accounts. I was gonna say, bring the facts to the pod, baby. I got well, it. We will, we will tweet. find something out at some point, and it'll it'll be what it is. But mm. the crowd overall, you could tell that they were into it. They were all wearing Great energy. Everyone was so happy to be there. After oh. two and a half years of waiting, we got to see the album live for the first time. The Chromatica Experience. Oh my god. Which I do have some thoughts about that. Um, but before we before we go into that, just in terms of like the pyrotechnics, one oh. of the things I wrote down, I took some notes oh. as we were going through it. Yeah. One, it made the cold night warm. <laughs> but that. two, yeah, love that. But two, like, is that environmentally is that environmentally friendly? I'm gonna guess probably not. But you, you'd think that Gaga cares about the environment. She cares more about the gays. You know mm. what? <laughs> Actually, no. She doesn't really care about the gays. Wow, excuse me? Oh my god. There was a moment yesterday oh, where, yes. where Gaga so is in the middle of her doing the piano ballads in the middle. Yeah. And, and she's, she's talking, you know. And she's talking. She's she's, she's going she through it. Going through it. Yeah. And she ends up talking uh, about like how the country's being divided, but mm -hmm. we have to be able to find ways to like Yeah you know, get along with each other and everything else like that. And she's like, if there's one thing that we can all agree on, it's that we should love women. Am I right? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> but like, I will say yeah. And then she didn't, then there was no gays. There was no, I was like, girl. But the two nights before in New York City, when I was at the show, she right. said, there's one thing you should all know. If they come for gay marriage next, you know what's going to happen. And the whole crowd she's screamed. Gonna, she's going to run for Congress. Yeah. I hope a, she does. In a shoulder padded <sighs> jumpsuit. President Germanata. Okay, speaking of <laughs> outfits. Slay. <gasps> Amazing. Okay. Amazing. I will say, like, wackadoo beyond belief. <laughs> and there definitely were some moments within the cast. Like, not like that the song just, I was like, are we seriously hearing, like, shallow as she looks like a fucking, like, ant? I love I love that. that. I we love can, that. We can talk about that. I mean, uh, I mean, was know. that was that your least favorite outfit? You know my no. I love that outfit. It's you don't like, love Hello. Yeah, it's no. what yeah, I know. I know what it is. Yeah. No. And I I made a run for the exit um, after rain on me. Oh, you missed. Oh, hold my hand. I mean, I we heard, heard it. We heard it on the way out. Yeah. We heard it on the way it out. It was we so good. I actually was actually the first time I saw her at the Chromatica Ball. The only song I cried at was "Hold My Hand," and I was shocked. Well, well, you know what? Um, I don't regret my decision at all. Yeah. You missed her jump through the flames, though. Oh, well. She jumped through the... Okay. She tumbles through the flames and, and then does she into home plate. Does she then... <laughs> really? Into home plate? Yes. Wow. Well, not literally and home plate. And then she plate. throws the first pitch. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. And you then mean, she, catches the, the she jumps out the stage and catches a football. Sure. Yeah. You know, she loves sports. She's, she's really into sports. Really Sounds into like sport. you two love sports. Well, I did think it was kind of funny that she was trying to do this, like, middle ground thing. She's like, you know, we might just not all agree on some things. No, God. And I was like, where? No. <laughs> I was like, where are they? Single them out. Name names. <laughs> yeah, like, don't try and be, like, pleasing to everyone. Be like, we might not agree on things, but this is what I believe in. Right. 
do something, you know? Yeah. Like, you have a, a platform of 35,000 people. You think you could, like, do a little... 45, She even. really 45. has, though. Almost every single show, she must have just missed that line at your show. I wonder, I wonder if it was, like, a Chicago thing, and they're like, well, I'm... I'm on a baseball field right now. The Midwest, you can't trust them, you know? <laughs> That's true. In New York City, you can yeah, say whatever you want. New York City, right. Okay, um, other thing. So I just have my other notes. Um, Coffin for the Fruits, three songs. What's up with that? The sarcophagus. I was into it. I loved it. That was one of my favorite moments. I thought it was iconic just seeing her head there, and it was the only thing moving, and it was, it was like it was so fighting good. to get out, and it was like, uh, come on, mama, come on, mama. There was story. There was story. There she, was, she was trapped, concept. right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think it was her conserving energy for later in the show because it definitely built well, up. I mean, she is running around just yeehaw the whole night. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm running a choreography girl, so oh, yes. yeah. oh we know Joey, you oh, know. know. So to, to to have to wait five songs to get to the choreography, I was sizzling yeah. in my seat, and then it exploded, which I love. Really did. Really um, did. So knowing that we have a podcast that we got to get to, and we, right. knowing that we have um, an album to review, mm-hmm. let's just chat about what um, I have. I have a couple things I want to go through. Okay, great. Top, top outfit. Yes. Okay. Easy. Favorite song or favorite number Ooh. of the show. A little harder. Tough. And then three. There's a lot of songs that weren't included. <sighs> What's the song that you just? Wish she would have. When you have hundreds of it's immaculate tough. songs, it's hard to bring it down to only 22. It is. There were two albums that not a not a single song. Justice for Joanne and Art Pop. That's what tough. the hell? That's tough. That's tough. She played more from A Star Is Born. Yeah. Well, which is a crime. There's a whole there's a whole segment for, for there for just The Star Is Born. Oh yeah, and the Hold My Hand. Yeah, it's probably the people who uh, we might not agree on things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess what song were you? Uh, on the same related note, what song were you thankful just didn't get played again? If there was one. Okay, there so we've got a couple questions. Okay. okay, favorite outfit, sarcophagus, or the bug piano outfit? Bug piano. Okay, what about you, Joey? Love it. Um, for me, it's definitely got to be the uh, homage to Pepper uh, LaBeja, House of LaBeja, from she, Paris is Burning, when she was mm-hmm. doing Free Woman, and she was walking with the big gold sleeves. And it was only for uh, one song, but it was so was really cool. beautiful. Yeah. I absolutely loved the voguing, and it gave me Madonna. It gave me, uh, you know, Paris is Burning. It was just a, a really beautiful outfit, I thought. Love that. I didn't have all those same references, but that was my favorite, too. <gasps> Yay! I thought it was just such a cute, fun outfit, and it was like her kind of looking regal uh-huh. as she was like, Meeting the fans as she walked from the front stage to the middle stage. Mm-hmm. So good. Loved yeah. it. Next, mm-hmm. we got to talk about the best, our favorite number. Uh, that's so hard. Okay. Uh, taking rain on me out of the equation, that's like kind of cheap. It was like last song before the finale. And the crowd right? went nuts. And it was nuts. amazing. We're all jumping. Going nuts. It was nuts. like an earthquake. <laughs> yes. Um, besides that, probably Babylon. I just love that song. Ooh. So campy, so fun. It was just a party. I loved it. Absolutely. Agree with that. Babylon was my number one. Even though Fun Tonight is my favorite song on that album, it was a tie between the two. But the Babylon, once again, choreography, epic. See, and that's... Come on, merch. Just saying I bought some Babylon merch. Oh, we didn't talk about... We can't... We just can't talk about the merch. We can't get into it. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. (laughs) Your shirts both look amazing tonight, Thank you so much. And that's all we'll say about it. That's all we'll say. Period. (laughs) Check them out. Go to the show. Buy it. There's $7,000 for a t-shirt. Yes. (laughs) Worth it, though. Yeah. Just about as much as I paid for drinks. Hashtag capitalism. (laughs) Um... 
And also same for me too. <gasps> Babylon. Oh, wow. Not Look my favorite us, song girls. on that album, but like no. I think like in terms of like fun song that for good choreo that just was like surprising to watch, Babylon. Love that all three of us picked yes, Babylon. I loved. Okay. Now it's time to to say what song did we really wish we would have heard, but we didn't get to hear. Real quick clarification here: yeah. is this just from Chromatica or her entire discography? Entire, entire discography. discography. Things have to fall off for things to get added. Okay, wow. I'll answer this one. Uh, Shiza. Shiza. I think it would have rest in peace. Rest in peace. I think it would have fit really well into like the aesthetic of the concert. Agreed. And it just would have been a fucking rager moment. I think. <sighs> It would have been. It would. Have, it really would have been. What yeah. about you, Joey? See, and she she did drop Shiza in the Joanne World Tour, which was such a treat. Which was very nice. and it was out of yeah. nowhere, and I yeah. absolutely love that. So I didn't expect it to be at this tour, but if I had to pick for Chromatic Ball, I was absolutely missing Elton John and Sign from Above. I wanted to oh, hear that beat drop so yeah. bad. And oh see God. the crowd go nuts. And it, it was the only one of two songs missing from Chromatica. That would have been fun. I think that Judas would have been perfect. Oh, in yeah. a big one. Yeah. Like literally true. in the set and like especially that first act mm -hmm. would have been perfect. Yeah. So Judas was was my pick. What song are you thankful maybe isn't coming back? Mm. That's a tough one. That's uh, really tough. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. So I was fully going into this expecting oh, a that. million reasons. Oh, okay, I was literally, okay, I'm on board I literally with that. was just going to say, I know my answer. She performed that <laughs> I read a million times. I was so excited that she decided to <laughs> instead opt to, because I was even, I was like, oh my God, there's another piano song. And it ended up being Always Remember Us This Way, which I actually fucking loved. I love I that mean, she played that. I thought it was better than Shallow. I think e I love yeah. both. I love both. I do love always. Yeah, I think I did like always remember us this way just because it was surprising. To me. I would pick always remember this way over shallow as well to hear yeah, it. Yeah. But if I had to pick a song um, that I'm glad didn't come back, I think it would be Come to Mama from... I fucking love that song. The Joanna. No, no. It reminds me of Hillary Clinton's campaign when it was two <laughs> days before the election and I'm literally scarred by it because I have a feeling that's why Trump won. Come to mama? She's saying come to mama at Hillary Clinton's campaign. I don't think that that's what caused it. <laughs> I don't think that that's what I caused it. I have nightmares it. at night because of People it. People have said that could be a, one of the reasons. Million reasons? Oh, one of the million God. reasons. Even though he didn't win by popular votes. So, I mean, like, it wasn't a million reasons. Yeah, well. Um, and Simon, what about you? I know this is putting you on the spot. Um, oh, absolutely million reasons as well. Yeah. yeah okay. Period. Done. I'm glad we're aligned. Um, story. So Chromatica Ball in general. Um, bop or flop? Bop or flop. I mean, we can break. Bop. Bop, bop, please. Bop, bop, bop. Bop. Okay, last thing is, is this, is Chromatica Ball Tour better than the Joanne Tour? Yeah. I hear a yeah from yeah. Simon. Yes. Absolutely, but I loved Joanne, Joanne World Tour like, when the ceilings fell down and everyone went wild. But Chromatica, the album means so much to me. So, and having to wait so long, Chromatica Ball forever. Yeah, definitely. I think Joanne Tour actually for me. <gasps> wow. I think I love Chromatica as an album because it's such a good dance album that you want to listen to at the bars and you want to listen to and dance. I think the fact that like it's in these big arenas where you kind of are. Standing in like a two by two section. He it, meant stadium, not arena. A stadium, <laughs> yes, stadium. Right. It, to me, it just didn't do what I wanted it to do from like, I wanted to be dancing and I couldn't really be dancing. Mm. I wanted to have it kind of in more of a club setting. Yeah. That's like, 
a first half doing a chromatic, even if it was at a lower scale, I think would be like, oh my god, more fun or armory. Like armory would be like so fun. I don't disagree with you on that. We could not dance because we were packed together like sardines, and it yeah. was hard to dance. Or I was gonna break someone's nose. It's yeah, true. So that for for that reason, I think that Joanne tour ended up being just better a better collection of songs that I wanted to hear mm-hmm. and I wanted to hear within that kind of setting. Okay. And so she did perform she did perform Bloody Mary at the Joanne World Tour after all. She did? Which she did. Was God iconic. Bless. God bless. All right, well um Joey, thank you so much for joining us on the pod today. Thank you for having me. This was such a blast. Always a pleasure. You know I will come to any podcast to talk about the one and only Mother (laughs) Monster. You you are a Gaga correspondent in the field. And Joey, um, if people want to tune in to your stories to find out where you, um, like, what what the next show is going to look like, where can they find you? You're never going to believe this, but my handle is House of Joe, just like House of Gaga. Wow. Just like House Labs didn't smear, didn't smudge, stayed on her face the whole night. And that's that on that. 130 minutes. <laughs> Boots. Boots down. Boots. All right. Bye, Joey. Bye. Adios. Wow. So glad we were able to sneak in our hot, hot, hot thoughts on the Chromatica Ball, Aaron. Oh, I totally agree. Like this, it was, it took a couple people being like, are you going to talk about it on the pod? And I was like, no. we got to figure out a way. I we mean, have an album that, we have to review, but like, we got to sneak this hey, in. If that left you thirsty for more, leave a comment. Maybe we'll do a two-hour Chromatica Ball episode just for fun. There is, There are plenty of fan theories about what each act is supposed to be symbolizing oh, and like the story it's supposed to be telling. We could dive in deep. Ugh. Just leave those comments and we might, we might just spend might, an episode. Might. Oh, oh my. Is Aaron? Is someone? I think someone's at the door. Um, no did, one's home. Did you book another guest? No one's home. Do we? Oh, it's oh, Antonio Oh my Burks. gosh, Antonio, hi. Antonio, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Now, I didn't know you had booked a guest to help us with this album. Oh, well, of course I did. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, so the album that we're going to be reviewing this week is mm-hmm. Megan The Stallion's, I'm going to butcher it, it's tra- Traumatized? Tra- Traumazine. Traumazine? Yes, Traumazine. 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 Mamazine. Like... Magazine. <laughs> that, there you go. Trifling. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is all good word associations. You're getting this. Yes. Um, <clears throat> did I say associations? I think I did. So a little background about this album is yes. it was, we were, we were going into this week going, oh God, there's not much to review. We were close to reviewing Sylvan Esso's newest album. Yeah. And luckily for us, Megan Thee Stallion was like, I'm going to pull a Beyonce and I'm putting out my new album on Friday. And, and we, we said, that's some hot girl shit. That's some hot girl shit. Yeah. Um, Antonio, question for you. Because um, I, I reached out to you after the album came, or after the album was announced, and I was like, would you want to be on? Because we've not had you on in a while. It We've been waiting been and waiting. Mm-hmm. It's been a hot moment. For we, a certain artist to release an album. She who shall not be named. Oh. Well. well. Kind of rhymes with like biscotti. Mm. Maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Does it? No, I don't know. Aaron's really stretching the, the linguistic possibilities tonight, you know? Yeah, I think you could make it rhyme. Put it in a song, you can make it rhyme. 
Yeah. But the certain artist is best friends with Meg the Stallion. Oh. I didn't know that. Wow. This is true. Does this come from um, Stan Twitter? The Twitter streets. Of course. That's where you get all your that's where you get all your tea. That's where I, word on the curb comes from all the time. You know what? It took me a good five minutes to figure out who you guys are talking to are talking about. Really? Yeah. You really didn't get it? Biscotti <laughs> didn't help you? Yeah. <laughs> you would have thought. She's worldwide. She's really on top of it tonight, let me tell you. <laughs> she is within the cultural conversation all the time. I I asked Antonio the other day, I said, This is a real question, but She's not really releasing anything. Like, does she have like an Money? apartment? She- yeah, I was like, does she like live in a normal apartment? Like, what I live. In? Well, you know what? You know what? She released. She was on Calvin Harris's. That's um, right. Funk Wave Bounces Volume Two, and I think it's my top bop. Get into it. It was. It was Aaron's top bop, and it. I mean, rightfully so. It's a good song. It's a good song. But that was a real question, and then Antonio had to come correct me, like you know, endorsements, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mama's like, working. She okay, is working. Right. I think might not be working on music, but she is working. <laughs> I don't. Bless. I don't know if it was you, Antonio, but I remember telling someone like the last couple weeks that she officially has enough songs. I think that she could yeah. do like an opener spot at for like a an artist, mm-hmm. um, but she'd have to like sing all the parts because she doesn't have a song by herself. Honey, when she first came out, it was rough because she was only doing Fifth Harmony covers at the Ariana Grande opener. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, it was rough. She did all five. That's like when your career has already gone to die. You know what, though? <laughs> you know what, though? I'm sorry. I, I would love... Harry Styles to do more One Direction songs. I really would. He does. That's what makes you beautiful, and that's it. But we don't need it. Well, I do. According to Google articles today, there's rumors of a reunited One Direction moment. No fucking way. I mean, they're just rumors. What? I, I, what? <laughs> I'm gonna have to see what the Twitter streets are talking about. Yeah, you I've let us. You are our um, our Stan Twitter correspondent. So please do. Uh, circle back on that. Thank you. Oh my god, was Did, I right? Um, we're we're looking into it. We're looking into it. No, I hate this final. I feel it. like the desperate members looking for attention or maybe are lying in the streets. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think this Harry came from Harry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, Harry Styles is uh, enjoying uh, a lot of time on the Billboard charts with that last Who's album. Speaking of our girl. Oh, okay, Normani. We're out here. Okay, popping it. Instagram photo sessions. <laughs> we love that. Doing everything but releasing music. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Who are okay, we here we, for again? We gotta we gotta watch this video really quick. Hold okay. on. Okay. Okay, so the video uh, was just him singing "Night Changes" a cappella by himself, which Zane. Yeah. Li- I have to say. I love his voice. And what he used to do back when he was part of the One Direction crew is he used to um, always one-up every single other person in the band. and he always used to do these... Nicole Scherzinger, the girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, it was, like, the vocal runs would just go, like, out of nowhere, left field. Like, sure. so many vocal runs. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why I can't get in a, a boy band anymore. That was my problem. You got kicked out. I'm always running. You're a solo I'm artist now. I'm always running the vocals. <laughs> and they're, like, so jealous. Um, so right before we we paused to to watch the video, Antonio, you did say, mm-hmm. "So who were you viewing again?" <laughs> Probably trying to get us back on track. 
<laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you make us? Anyways. Ugh. Uh, if, you've been, if, you've, if you've been trying to wait for this album review because it said in the title what the name of the album was, well... We're getting there. We're getting okay. there, TJ. It, yeah, so you just calm down. Pump your brakes. Yeah. Yeah, slow your roll. And if you embarrass me like that in public again, I swear to God, I will take you home so quick. So quick. You will get out of here, okay? Take, take him out where? Just like from the zoo. You know how your mom used to like scold you? Like, if you act out one more time, we are going home, I swear to God. I swear. You know what? That's me to our With listeners. the jaw clinch. Oh, D- God. I would just go like, I want to go home. You know, I want me to just continue acting. Take me out. home. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> me at the zoo? No thanks. I don't need to be there. Yeah. We have no business here. Yeah. Um, so, Biscotti, we're moving on. Yeah. Real hot girl shit. Real hot girl shit. We're back onto that. Megan the Stallion. She's Antonio, bad. what is your history with, with Megan? Well, um, I feel like I just threw... Megan being, you know, one of the up-and-coming black female artists in hip-hop, I feel like I've kind of been watching her pretty closely. I do, like, fancy, like, award shows and things like that, so I remember when she was just kind of starting on, like, the pre-stage for, like, oh, yeah. you know, the BET Awards, and then oh, she got yeah. the main stage for BET, and then she was pre-stage for the VMAs and then she you know Uh so she's been working her way up and you know I think she really did take a turn like Mm. for like of stardom when like COVID initially hit you know oh she totally did through the pandemic the height of the pandemic that's when she really just like took off I mean and we can't forget WAP so I mean (laughs) I we can't (laughs) We How can could never we forget <laughs> never forget why? That's iconic. <laughs> it came out like right as we were being told, like you need to stay in your apartment and not see anyone for <laughs> so three we're weeks. just supposed to whop our asses on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that was real what tragic. Is that? Like that's criminal. <laughs> Those are tough times. Tough, tough times. I, it's amazing that we got through it. Like here I am on the floor crying, <laughs> whopping my ass. Whopping <laughs> <laughs> my, my but ass. But I can't I can't how dare you release such a banger when we're all locked up. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, that's kind of like the TikTok thing, though. Like, you're going to show your whoppy whop on that TikTok. (laughs) Is that what the kids are doing? (laughs) I hope not. Is that the whoppy whop? (laughs) Glee covers that song, too. It turns out high schoolers are doing that one. Um, They've gotten real racy on the Glee. Oof. Well, no, like, their first season, they did, like, Mr. Schuster, this teacher, did, like, toxic in front of the entire school with his, like, Glee students, and it was like sexualized. He was a part of it, the teacher. Well, he does look the type. It was just uh, gonna say. Oh, he does. He looks a little dangerous. <laughs> that one. Keep, keep him away from people. Allegedly, I'm just saying. Well, there was an alleged thing. He got kicked off one of the. Is like he was on like. So you think you can dance or something? And they kicked him off because someone accused him of like sexual like advances or something. Har- harassment. I don't know if it was, yeah, but like mm. the, they showed the text and it was just like, hey, I want to hook you up with like this musician or this person because I know that you'd be really good with them or whatever. Like it was supposed to, I don't know. And they said, hook up? Hook up? How <gasps> dare? Race? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Bless that Peppermint and Bob the Drag Queen video. <laughs> I watch it's it iconic. Like, every night. <laughs> Race? <laughs> 
so good. Um, Aaron, uh, how are you with the hot girl shit? You know what? Um, I'm going to see how many times I can say that. The hot girl shit that... Ah, what did she do? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Everyone do your ah voice. Ah. Um, uh, Aaron, go. Ah. Antonio, go. Ah. And this is my submission. Ah. <laughs> Tell us which one. Play, play it back. Play it back. <laughs> Tell us which one you liked best in the comments. Thanks. One of them's got to be good. One of them's got to be good. Um, my history with Megan is is definitely just podcast related. We we reviewed her last album. Um, good news. Good news. And uh, we've we're now reviewing this album here. Traumazine. 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 Magazine. Say it with us. That's a Zine. Traumazine. Dramazine. Drama. Is it a dramazine? Mm-hmm. I'm not here for the drama. Well, there is a lot of drama behind this album. There's a lot of drama. Yeah. Is there? Let's get NDA. I'm going to have to let me. you know. Well, NDA. Well, I mean, the you whole album is a little bit, you know. Well, we have a lot to unpack here. We that's do. Like, but it correlates with the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In case you didn't know. Okay. In case you didn't know. Well, let's get into it. So there was not a, a, a Zane Lowen interview, but mm. there was an Ebro Darden and I forget the other gal's name. Two of the the more hip hop um, DJs, not DJs. What are they called? What are they called when it's a radio person? Just uh, um, radio personalities. Yeah, yeah. Well, what? Maybe they're DJs. Hosts. Yeah. Hosts. Hosts. Yeah. DJs. <clears throat> Megan calls them up like a couple days um, before the album was announced, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hey, I need you guys to both be ready." For an interview, it's big announcement, and she was like, "That was her one interview that oh. she did, fifteen minutes long." I was like, "Girl, this is like pretty fucking short." <laughs> Honestly, if I were a celeb, that'd be me. But what Unless I five minutes. What I got from one, it though, one group, was that this album was supposed to be a very vulnerable album. I think, it and was. it was supposed to be uh, kind of good news. Was kind of feeling yourself, and this was kind of like. Feeling your feelings. Mm, getting serious. Did y'all pick up on that? Absolutely. I mean, I thought the first album was like really fun. Like it was kind of like the honeymoon phase of her like blow up, if you will. Um, and this one definitely um, was more pointed in tone. Uh, there was a lot of, oh, okay. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a lot of points. Definitely. First album was fun. Second album is giving help. I've been shot in the foot by Tory Lanez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Been there, been there. It's a lot of that. You thought these hoes would get to me? Yeah. A lot of that. How do you how do y'all feel about the way that this album was released? Being just surprise dropped, it's coming out on Friday. Do you think that is gonna be a benefit to her, or do you think that's going to potentially hinder um, how this album is um, both perceived and um, performs? Mm. That's a good question. Well, I think um, just from like being a fan, I think that she doesn't quite yet have enough stardom to just surprise release. Like we're not Beyonce here, right? Yeah. So I definitely think this is going to hurt her album sales. I don't see her doing more than 50K in the first week, which Mm. is, I think she did over a little over 100K for good news. So this kind of strategy is indicative of some drama going on behind the scenes, which we can unpack. Oh, well, do you you know the drama? Yeah. The alleged drama. The alleged. Wait, hold on. Before we get into it, just want to say I'm glad we're on the same page because I my kind of reaction to that was like, 
I didn't feel like it made much of an impact. Like, right. Yeah. But I don't, I, I, I wonder if that is maybe, cause you know, like there are some times where artists think that they are bigger than they are. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if that was potentially part of it was, was her thinking, oh, I'm having this like super exponential upward trajectory. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this because I think I could be at the same level as like a, a Beyonce in terms of virality with a surprise release. Mm. Maybe. I, I think she would have needed like another huge hit and released the album much sooner for yeah, that to I, like work. I, I mean, Sweetest Pie was her attempt. She peaked at number 15. Oh. Yeah. Cute. Not even Dua could, you know, bring that up. Could save it. So she was cute, but, you know, cute next Next, to gorgeous. Gorgeous Gorgeous is going to devour cute. We know how that goes. Mm -hmm. So, Antonio, I don't know all of the tea. I do know that, like, there's conversation of NDAs and, like, how people on her team were kind of saying things. That's, like, very clear in the song NDA. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be more. So, I mean, actually, she has a lot of kind of drama surrounding her in the album itself. So, really, I mean, if this was planned out well, um, I think that she could have stood to sell a lot in the first week or, like, the album could have had longevity. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. first of all, I will say, and we'll get into it a little bit later, I assume, but the album, I feel, is more cohesive than Good News. Mm, um, mm. I felt like Good News was a little all mm. over the place. So I think this yeah, one had scattered. more lo- potential for longevity if it was rolled out the correct way. So I say all that to say that she is actually normally fighting her label to release music. A lot of artists are these days. This is true. Halsey. Such friend that we will not name under RCA. Oh. oh. Biscotti. <clears throat> mm. But then also, obviously, she's in this whole situation with Tory Lanez and her best friend, and there was the shooting, allegedly shooting her in the foot. And not the foot. I mean, I mean, that's better than that. I mean, yeah, it's better than a kidney or something. We'll take what we can get. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, um, so she has that going on. But really, she's fighting tooth and nail with her record label. Um, because as soon as she signed with Rock Nation, it was kind of put out there that she wanted to to leave her current label, which is like 300 Entertainment, I believe. It's under mm. Atlantic. I just found that out. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and so basically this um, ex-baseball player who bought the label is basically like, no, we put all this money into you. We made you big. You know, like you're obviously our top label because, you know, nobody knows who a 300 entertainment record label or knew who they were before Meg blew up. Mm -hmm. So they're obviously not trying to let her go. So, I mean, it's just been all of these politics. She's posted a few times on Twitter or social media that the label's messing with her and they're actually in court right now like oh my god so she's got multiple court things going on in between the label and being shot and allegedly all of these things you know the courts know her name very well again mm-hmm. guns wow. what's the deal get what? him out of here get him out guns yeah 
Shameless she's plug. Shot. Yeah, we gotta shameless get rid of this. plug. That's right. We gotta, we gotta really get get him out of here. Get him out. Of Not here. to get political. People's feet aren't even safe. <laughs> that's ridiculous. When the feet aren't safe, that's as terrible. Gaga once said. One thing we can all agree on is get rid of the guns, right? Yeah. Just no, like she didn't that. say that either. Because no. she. God. We just gotta love women, which you know. I mean, that's important. That's great. I don't want to minimize. Don't want to minimize. They that. are harvesters. For without you, without women, we wouldn't exist. Embryos. Okay. Harvesters. They carry us. This is like Harry mm-hmm. Potter. We love them. We love them. We stand women. Maybe not conservative women. Oh well. Well, that's well. That's a lost journey. I would. We can go down that a different day. All right. Uh, Different, different day, different podcast. Different day, different life, mama. Um, <laughs> what were we... We were mentioning the drama. The drama, so, mama. And guns. Of the trauma Somehow. scene. Of, of the trauma, trauma scene. scene. Yeah. She's traumatized. The She's day. got anxiety, baby. You know, I think that, that there is something to be said about... Um, sometimes you have deals with a record label where it's like, you're going to... like you're doing a five record deal with, with us and you can't do anything else until, until then. Mm-hmm. And there has to be like a level of good faith that you tried to put in to like promote the album. And that's right. maybe why she did like, if I'm going to have to do this, I'm going to fucking do this one interview with these two hosts that I would prefer to be with. Yeah. And I'm going to do my one single um, GMA performance. And that's going to be enough for me to say that I tried. Mm. Maybe she's she's going like I'm not trying to make this album big because I don't. This is more of a obligation. Yeah, I don't know. It felt like you know Antonio alluded to earlier. I do feel like it was a little more cohesive of an album in comparison to to Good News. So I definitely think there was like a concerted effort and definitely a concept behind the album. Um, I still thought it was a little unfocused in parts. Um, but I do agree overall that it was a more like cohesive project. I think from like a sound perspective, it totally was. Yes. But mm-hmm. from a a message perspective, when again through the interview, I was like, okay, she says it's supposed to be this supposed to be like an emotional kind of like internal feeling album. Mm-hmm. But a good chunk of it felt like it was an all. And the, and the, and then and the normal yeah, like yeah. what lines about like eating my pussy and all those types of things that just kind of almost take away from that like introspection. Yeah, mm. the message. Um, well, I think in some you know you know the rap game is hard. Okay, let me tell you from experience. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> you just have to. You might feel like you have to express things a certain way and so like to be taken seriously she has to show her vulnerability by being like you know suck my dick and like yeah. all these aggressive things well no you know? it's she says suck my clit she does she does i was just throwing out a hypothetical there's sure. okay there's there's this line i don't even know what song it is but there's a line where like when i hear it what i hear is like Gaze and N word. Yes. Gaze. Get me wet. But it's not, it, it's like, it, it's not what it is. <laughs> that's what I heard too. That's what I caught. And I was like, oh, and I was like, that's a, that, that's a fun line. That's a fun line. That's not the lyric though. But like, no. it, there, there, are, are a lot. there are a lot, there is a lot of like really clever lyricism, like lines like what we thought that was that make you go, mm-hmm. oh, that's fun. That would be fun. That's that would be fun. But I, I'd, I'd say that I'd say the tone doesn't necessarily match the lyrics mm-hmm. for this album. For me, mm-hmm. I think that, and it also, I think that's where the the mixed bag is. Is it's not necessarily in the 
the sound because it does sound cohesively the same outside of one song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And I would say from that, it ends up being kind of an interesting album to listen to because you're going, she's telling me this is how it's supposed to be and this is what I'm getting from it. It feels just like diss tracks and kind of like a little bit of my story, but also like dissing and like mm. the normal shit. Yeah. I, I don't think this album is probably going to be one that like is going to be in cultural conversation much mm. at all. No. Just like in the same kind of class as like an Evermore where folklore took all the, the steam. We all were chatting and then Evermore came out and people were like, oh my God, yes. And then like two weeks later, we're like, eh. Yeah. Or Adele's 30. Oh, and, you know, like just a lot of albums where it was just like that all night parking song, though. Hmm. There's some, uh, there's some good shit. songs in that album. Oh, oh wow. Good. There's some good songs she in the album. Slaps. It's real sex. But you don't go back. Like that's the thing good is, it's sex music. That, yeah. um, light some candles. Oh, oh absolutely. You got it. Honey, forget about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, Antonio, what about you? Do you think that this was like a, a really vulnerable album for her? Or what were you picking up on? Yeah, I do really think that this album was stripped because, like I said, stripped in, like she's expressing you know, her internal, like, feelings. Um, she's been through a lot. Like, her mom and dad uh, yeah, died. Yeah, um, oh. And so, and I believe her grandmother died, too. She was close with her grandmother. So we have mm. that element that happened a little while ago. So I think it was, it's been a few years. But then you add the element of now she's this star. Right. And she's alone and she, the people that she thought were her friends Ugh. or her lovers turned out to be frauds um yeah. and allegedly you know doing what they do shooting people in the foot <sighs> and then the best friend turns on her and so and then not only that if if that's not bad enough you have a large population um of the public saying you know oh you're lying or this is um, not true or that mm-hmm. we stand with tory lanes and so it's like you get up there you speak your truth about your trauma and what you went through right and you're told you know you're lying or get over it so there's mm-hmm. a lot to unpack and then obviously she's going through some things with her record label right so i mean i don't think this album was meant to be a, a feel-good album and i think it no was for sure very yeah. much she's stripped and you know, letting that that side show that she normally doesn't project out, yeah, um, to the public. So I did think it was interesting too that um, it did feel like pretty vulnerable to me. Um, I I loved that she talked pretty openly about like her feelings of anxiety and like that new territory of like you jump to fame and how do you grapple with all of that? And right. That's you know you hear that a lot in those, in those like quick rise to fame stars. Mm-hmm. So well, one thing that she um, she brought up in the the Apple Music interview was um, not that <clears throat> music interview. Oh yeah. Wait. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I think it was just Zane Lowe? No, it was not. Zane it was Lowe. not. It was Zane Lowe. Wait, Jordan. Wait, it was Zane Lowe. Wait, Zane Lowe isn't part of Apple. No, he is. Oh, he is. But oh my god. But they, have, they have multiple people reporting on music. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh, they have an entire radio show. Oh my god. We love this. It's the it. biggest radio show in the world. I thought it was an indie <laughs> operation. Oh no, hell no. <laughs> um. But what she what she she mentions is she goes like yeah when you get this fame that people always say that you change when you have fame it's you don't change the people around you change mm. 
and then, and then she's you like, from that, you, you have, have to, to adapt, and like you have to there. kind of, you have to, um, kind of put up walls or whatever else to be able to protect yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to bring that to us with was, I do think that there are some um, parallels, whether or not they're they're connected or not, is for us to decide here today. Mm. Between like that experience and then the experience of deciding whether or not you want to be a part of the gay community. Mm. And what I mean by that is like the more like the people that you surround yourselves with within the gay community, you start to kind of go, okay, well they care about these things or they, and and so now I feel like I have to, to be able to assimilate or Mm. I have like, they seem to be talking a lot about their bodies, so now I feel like I need to be. Is my body not good enough? Sure. You know, sure. and like I think yeah. that there's this level of um, as you're you're kind of being thrust into a, a community that you ne- didn't necessarily like plan to be a part of. Mm-hmm. You have to somehow grapple with how do I still maintain who I am mm-hmm. amongst all of that. Amongst all of that, mm-hmm. and I think that there is like I I resonated a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just an interesting thing that like came up to me. Yeah, it's a pretty universal kind of topic, I think. Kind of situation. Yeah. I definitely w- would agree with that. Just even, you know, coming out and then um, coming from a small town and being thrust into, you know, Minneapolis. No, it doesn't feel that big. But at the time, it was big. In 2016, it was, oh, yeah. it was huge. So, like, kind of going through the motions. And then I don't think it was until COVID that I realized do you even like doing half the things that you do or is it just because like it's uh, popular and on trend real you know like yeah. oh yeah i really had to come out and like set myself straight and start to explore the things that i enjoy doing mm-hmm. versus what you know the gay community generally yeah. would do so for i agree me, for me that covid moment was yeah i do like to smoke weed and play video games you know 100%. what what's what's one thing about the the gay community Magic. that you're like yeah i i don't need that I mean, where to begin, really? (laughs) (laughs) I just have to choose one. Um, If you want to have a list. For me, it's housewives. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. You're in in poor company there. Oh, Oh. I know. Oh, I know. And I was in poor company last night at the pregame when y'all were... I was like... (laughs) I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I mean, it's just so gripping. Someone starts talking... It's women talking talking about themselves with other women. I I mean, like, I don't get it. Socially fascinating. Is he baiting us right now? I think so. I think he... Honestly, this feels like a Housewives moment where someone someone sets something up because they want you to react We're going to drag this on for weeks. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to engage. I did that. freshly pour some wine. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I'm going to flip this table here in a second. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's a really good question, though. Ugh, what's mine? Uh, Antonio, if you have one, feel free to chime in. Um, I'm paralyzed I, by just all the options. All the options. There are so many. Well, I even think just like social things, you know, yeah. in terms of um, uh, just like going out and where people choose to go out. What's what's the yeah. popular? Sure. You're know. known for going to some of the straight bars. Ooh, am I? Wow. Well, I, I feel like I see you more Shots, in your stories. Like Shots with fire. Don't start these rumors, Aaron. <laughs> I don't know if I ever see you. Like, I dangerous. am I am queer and I am here. Don't get it twisted, <laughs> Mr. Aaron. But don't where is here? It. Is it a straight bar? 
<laughs> Listen, I I host one straight bachelor party, and all of a sudden it's I'm known true. for going to straight bars. It's I shouldn't true. come. I shouldn't come for you and your truth. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ugh. people try to label things. Where's my confessional? I'm gonna talk all kinds of shit about you. <laughs> I, you guys, we'll look away. We'll look away. I literally <laughs> am so paralyzed by just how many things it could be that I can't even think of one. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Oh my God, like... Okay, yeah, we hear you. Um, like, I don't know. How do you choose? Like, adoration of Taylor Swift? I don't know, like... Yeah, that's... Is that a gay thing? No, yeah, well... That's not a gay thing. That's like depends a on who you are. Now, she's also pretty middle America. True. The, that's yeah. quite the feat. No, yeah, I don't think she's like a, a gay icon. So, some people would argue that. But I'm I mean, not even a Taylor yeah. fan, and I would argue that she's probably a gay I mean, icon. she did make those... You need to calm down. She made those Biden cookies. She Queen. did. She really did. <laughs> Queen yeah. of uh, the bakery. They look dry. And she supports the Equality <laughs> Act. She does. I know, you, I know you didn't say those cookies were dry. <laughs> <laughs> I really would like to try one now, but we'll never be we'll able never to go be able back to. to that time. Even if we could. Even if she saved a cookie, it'd probably be expired, much like our yeah. Chromatica Oreos. Oh, God, can you imagine if they were, like, selling Chromatica Oreos? Chromatica Oreos gave Jordan diarrhea. Oh, my God, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> they, definitely, they definitely gave me green poop, that's yeah. for sure. Well, you heard it here. It, was, it wasn't diarrhea. It was just, like, the amount of food coloring in that. Oh, no, he was on the toilet for days. He was days. not okay. <laughs> SOS. Not the Oreos. I'm so sorry, Jordan. He had oh a, he had a WFT, work from toilet. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice, Aaron. That's good. That Clever, solid. you. Solid. Wow, I'm just pulling these you out from nowhere. Minks. Wow. <sighs> so, There's so many options. Are I'll we come, still thinking? We'll circle back. Okay. We'll circle back. We'll you circle can just back. like randomly interject I when will. you think of one. When I yeah. find, I won't hesitate once it comes no. to me. Yeah, and okay. we will. We will pause for okay. you. Doesn't okay. matter where we're at. Sounds good. Okay. Put your pause up, baby, because you were born this way. I got it. Oh. This might be controversial, but it's like, and I have a lot of friends who like get married, have kids, but like, I think there are some people who do that in the gay community because they think it's what they should be doing. And it's mm. like, mama, trust me, you don't need to be doing that. You don't Not want everyone that. needs to strive for that. You don't want that. You don't and want I, for some people, I do think it's like, that is their calling in life and they're good fucking parents. And for some people, I think it's like, you kind of just want to fit in with straight culture, but you know what? You know what I want to I want to take one I want to take that and I want to bring it up a level and go. I don't think that's that's universally gay either, because this I, is true. This is I, very I also true. think this that like true. you a straight this person shouldn't feel the pressure to get married or. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember like I've I've had friends where they see their friends around them getting married and doing all of these things and they're like. I'm not successful because I'm not doing those things. I'm like, you get Ugh. to choose what your definition of success is. You, no kidding. If like you have been able to travel way more, you've been able to yeah. like, you get to do so much more with your life than these yeah. people that are like now trapped with a kid. Like, yeah. chromatica ball. So for starters, f- figure like, don't compare yourself. Like we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to others. And so again, I would say like taking that up a level. Mm. I hear your point about like there is some internalized homophobia where we go. You like I am gay, but I'm gonna assimilate despite that because yeah. I want to be loved by by my family or by the right. people that I care about. And it's mm-hmm. like if people don't care about you because like unless you have kids, they probably just shouldn't be caring about <laughs> you. Period. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. 
there shouldn't be asterisks, you know? You guys, if you wanted to invite me over for an intervention, that's all you had to say. Because I literally just had this conversation with my straight best friend in South Dakota over this past weekend. And I was telling her, I was like, you know, I feel like this is crazy because I'm looking around and, you know, from the time we were like 21, all of my friends were getting married. And then a few years later having kids. And now that, you know, I'm in my upper 20s, now for sure everyone's getting married like i don't know my i don't know if you know this but my um best friend zach and his husband are now looking into having kids shut up seriously literally oh girl it's a whole thing we'll get into it later but that's awesome and now i'm like and now i'm like oh my god like am i missing something am i missing the curb and like sometimes i'm like should i move back home to sioux falls (laughs) never but sometimes the thought crosses our minds and i'm like (laughs) and i have to like recalibrate and be like no like you're fine doing exactly what you're doing doing like whatever is meant for you will be for you when it's yeah. time you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah for sure I, I feel that yeah and the, and there's there's a level of um, like what you're saying like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen but there's also like you get to choose what you kind of want to do like you can choose I want to to, to move I want to travel the mm-hmm. world I want to do these things mm-hmm. so you can definitely like just kind of be content with where you're at and you can also go like this is this is like where I want to go, or I, I'm comfortable here, but I want to pivot over there. I'm gonna make my way over there and right. to, to do this. There now. is so much comfort and like beauty to find in just being content. It's really tough to do, but God, it feels good if you can okay. do it. You know, I have another, I have another gay thing. Okay, gay. Okay, thing, yeah. This is like <laughs> this is reading. This is reading the room. Um, she's she's reading the Come the boots. What is, okay, the roof, mama. What is oh, I do, I. <laughs> I legitimately do not understand the the point of gays accumulating a shit ton of wealth when they're not going to have kids <laughs> to disperse and, it. Like literally, what are you doing? Like, because they got to be successful. Like, they have to be the best. They, Something it, has to go right. It's yeah. like it's it's that, no, truly, that's like I think that's what it is. It's like they think that by having more money, they somehow are are that is yeah. The the game that we're playing of life, they are ahead or they're winning, and it's like. If you're doing all of these things and you're not able to enjoy like where you're at right now, mm-hmm. then like, God. what's the fucking point of it? Very uh, true. I know so many people like I'm that person sometimes. It's, it's like, girl, uh, chill. Yeah. I, I like I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm like awakened or I'm gonna be like sixty, being like I can't do anything. I'm gonna be, I'm so poor. But like, you know, like, <laughs> if I'm doing something wrong, I am. But like, the bottom line is, is like. These people that just keep like accumulating more properties and accumulating more like big things to like bring in more money. I'm just like, what are you gonna? You don't. You're you're not gonna have kids. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with this money? Like, well, hopefully they leave it to like you know charity or charity something. Charity or like you know college scholarships or something. I would love. But to what's have the a, point of that? Like, I would love to right. have a, sco- a college scholarship set up after I die, you know? Like, you know, like, there, there's... That'd be great. Yeah. It would be it would be fun. Um, Definitely the, fun. There's... It's so fun. <laughs> so fun. It'll be, it, it'll be a fun comedy search or something. <laughs> like, you would give that money to... Simon Sitchell Yeah, I would just be like, every year I want to give X amount of people <laughs> from, like, these backgrounds oh, I'm sure uh, they money based that. on, like, essay or something. Like, I don't mm. know. Yeah. Not even based on anything. I, I would know. I would just be like sure, literally apply like, and random drop, random draw. But yeah, also, 
working in healthcare, I realize like the older you get, there's such a beauty in having like the kind of family dynamic where your children will take care of you like to your like dying days or as opposed to living in a nursing home i've also worked at some shady nursing homes Uh, and that would be miserable to just be like to have no legacy no family around you no kids and they just shove you in a nursing home and that's how you go out as opposed to being surrounded in comfort that's the day where i'm like the day i'm like I think I'm done with this. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to that physician assisted place. I'm there like and organ juices. Juices. I'm an organ donor. We're Let's out. get this going. Okay. No, no. I, Run me the best grade of weed. And yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. Let's get lifted like one last time, baby. No, I 100% agree. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, I think even with that, there is going to be something where when we get older, where it's going to be. Uh, Someone was talking about how the the 40s and 50-year-olds right now of the world, mm-hmm. they're going to be the first kind of generation of gays that truly gets to live into their, like, their late years. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be a pioneer. There's going to be a, a new kind of boom of communities forming mm-hmm. for, like... For queer people to oh be able to God. be together. That's going to be the sluttiest fucking... If, if they can get it up, oh, girl, they'll find Trimax somewhere. They'll they'll There's figure some, something. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. But yeah, like, I yeah. I think that there will be something of like, I don't think our our I'm not as scared as I once was about getting old and being like yeah. lonely because I go, gay is just a lot of us find community in the people that we're with and find community mm-hmm. with and that's like what kind of our our family is. And mm-hmm. so if we're with those people and we're able to enjoy those later years, maybe they won't be as bad. Maybe. But maybe they could be and that's when I'd be ready. We so, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that. Always have a plan B. Always. Plan B. A shameless plug. Isn't that something? Always have some plan B. Yeah. Shameless plug for plan B. Oh, yeah. That's Today's the song sponsor. too. Stream Traumazine. Traumazine. Oh, oh <laughs> you're saying the song. I was saying. Oh. <laughs> Did we bop or flop this album yet? Ooh, we, we haven't. Sure have we sure have yeah. Do we have, an, do we have anything else to say? You know what I would Any just... other points to make? I would... The last thing I would say is, if I could turn back time, I think I would probably give good news a bop. Wow. You did flop that. I did flop that. I also flopped it, famously. Yeah. You guys were harsh. We still are. Because now hey, Nobody gets a pass in this business. No. This uh, is true. Okay. We have to hold a standard. And I said, mm-hmm. Megan, I know you got a Grammy, but I'm still going to... Even though you guys... You. But you don't got a Grammy. <laughs> She got a Grammy. She won. Yeah. What's the respect on her name? No, you just said that her grandma passed. Oh. Oh. No, we meant. Oh, Oh, Aaron. That is some dark wordplay tonight. Wow. He's not usually on top of his linguistic game as such. In I the mean, world of housewives, this piece of drama that you just oh, said, this would be a whole, for weeks. This would be a whole storyline for the season. Oh my god. Can't believe you said that. Yeah. The amount of storylines I'd have, how would they keep up? It would be you versus <laughs> Megan and then the lines would be drawn. Right. We'd have to choose a side. Yeah. Um good news is I'm pretty okay at Pictionary, so the lines will be drawn and drawn well. <laughs> you're just fired and bam, bam, bam. Pow, pow. But much like me at the Chromatica Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. Um, okay, gents, what, what are our final thoughts? Is this, 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 uh, this is a flat for me. It's a flat for you? How about you, Antonio? 
There's not a song on here that I'd want to go back and listen okay. to. I think it's a cohesive <laughs> album, but oh. I won't want to ever listen to this again. Okay. I'm going to say this. Um, I projected that while I was listening to this in the car that you two would flop this album. You, but you I, I was I was struggling to, to listen to this album in the sense of... In the sense of... Um, this is not my style. This is not mm. my type of album. Um, it's not very commercial. Not commercial, um, mama. And that's more my alley. But I was trying to determine, was it, did I think it wasn't good because it wasn't my style or because it truly was not good? Like meaning production, mm-hmm. lyrics, this, that, and the fourth, that's right? That. And that's, that's a fair, um, what is it called? Unbiased right. view that, that you took. I would say that that's how I used to be back when we started this podcast. I would try my best to be like, is it not for me? Is that the reason yeah, why? our evolving bop. I would say I'm getting lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting just lazy. so much content. To you could just say you're listening out. to your heart. I'm listening to my heart because I don't have time to dissect and, and get my biases removed. Again, this isn't NPR. No. Okay, you know what you signed up for. So long story short, this album is a flop for okay. me. Oh, Flopsica. Mm-hmm. Okay. Floppyana Jones. <laughs> oh. Floppy Joe. Oh, Which is why I'm Joe also confused. Good. I'm like, this isn't... So let's... Okay, we'll back up a little bit. Okay, so let's back that up. Beep, so. beep, right. beep. So, yeah. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> so she released, um, I think it was an EP called Sugar, right? And mm, it, I word on the know. curb was is that <laughs> she was trying to count that as an album so she could get from under oh. her record label. And they were like, um, no... That was like a six-song EP. That's not going to cut it. So, and that's what they're in court for, like right now, I believe. So, famously, seven songs, twenty-five minutes is the criteria for an for album. album. Okay. And we know this because of Blackpink's "The Album," starring Sunny Kiriyama. <laughs> that's a plug for that episode. Go back and listen. There it is. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. So, this one obviously was what eighteen tracks. Eighteen tracks, Mama. Fifty-three minutes could have been. 10 to 12 um, mm-hmm. to be quite honest but I so I'm not sure with like the way it was ro- rolled out uh, was this like okay I'm going to do this to appease the record label and this count as an album so I can get out of my contract or was this something it was like you mentioned is she so hyped in her head that she really believed a drop like this was going to be iconic yeah. and monumental? Which I would argue to say, okay, girl, you only sold like barely a hundred thousand copies <laughs> oh, with good, good news, right. and then Sweetest Pie really wasn't that girl. So I mean, that should have been <laughs> Sweetest Pie really wasn't. That, that wasn't I mean, that girl. she peaked at number fifteen. So I mean, really. I find it hard to believe that she really thought she was just going to drop an album. And Sweetest Pie is her lead single. So I find it hard to believe that she thought she was going to drop this and it was going to do well. So uh, two things. One, I don't think that Sweetest Pie was meant to be her lead single. Because it's the last song on the album. It's the most musically, like, probably jarring in terms of the sound. It does it, not sound like and, and it. And it wasn't, it wasn't to drop this this single and then announce album. It was drop single out of nowhere, yeah. no context. And then three months later, oh, surprise, album. It's yeah, like when Betty Who yeah, did um, The Valley and she had always, I Love You Always Forever on the album. It was like, oh, clearly your record told you you had to put that on there yeah. to we drive sales. To attach some kind of hit. hit yeah. Right. To this. Yeah. But okay. second point with that is... I have a feeling 
the manner that the, at least my interpretation of it is I feel like it's probably a little bit of both of, I think she does care about this album and she does like, she, she was kind of holding on to it. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, she was probably like, just fucking get this album out. If, it, if this is what it takes for me to get out of this record label situation, yeah. Yeah. just ahead. take it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm done. I'm done fighting this battle. Like, mm-hmm. there could be a level of just kind of, she does think it's a good album. She does want it to be out, but it isn't. Um, but she also is kind of like thrown in the towel a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought it was like an important turn in terms of like, you know, how are you going to evolve from your first to second album? So it was good that she had like a, a tonal shift, I think, and she explored something a little different. So I can't knock her for that. Um, but I do think it ha- suffered some of the same problems as the first album where like it did feel unfocused in parts to me. I agree with Antonio. We could have trimmed a lot of fat from the track list <laughs> and gotten it down with at least a few. Yeah. Um Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going back to this one either. Um, it's a flop for me as well. Three flops. That's a certified And I'm flop. really sorry to yeah. our girl, Meg. Meg, we uh, love you. We she's... will still support you. We'll still we review your you. album. still a hot girl. Very hot. She does ah! hot shit. And that, those Mugler ads, Mama, yes, good for you. She's it. doing just fine. Oh, she's Spend got documentaries income. happening. She's got, yeah. she's got oh, Netflix she's, something going on. She'll be fine. She's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So they're... We, even with flop albums, you, you got to find a song that you're like, that's that's the song that I'm going to, I had the most enjoyable time mm. listening to. I didn't even have to think on this one. I didn't either. For me, her. Let's go to listen. Hell yeah. Me, 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 me. So you press this, her, 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 her. I always hate giving me a pretty face. Wow. Well, that, uh, that was a quick listen of her. Mm. Well, you know me. I love a beat. It's a, it's, it is a beat? And that's a beat, Mama. We have never skipped a beat or, or a, bag. a bag. So um, before we go too much further, <laughs> real ones will know. This is also my top app. Okay. Oh. All right. And honestly, I couldn't tell you a single lyric besides she or her. And that's, that's all you need day. to know. You, you gotta have graham that's crackers. Marketing. You gotta have marshmallows to make, and and her, she, to make your s'mores. There it is. There it is. And uh, I don't think I need to say anything else on that. While we were listening, um, I one of you two was talking about like, oh, her and Beyonce are doing they're doing this thing. Yes. It, so it actually um, she brought that up on in in the Ebro Darden Apple Music interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, is there any coincidence? And she's like, oh, I did not realize that everyone else was doing this too. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> you told, like, bitch. Please. She's like, I was in Europe when I did this. I'm a different person over there. I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, and I'm sure all the producers you worked with also, but same page. Album timelines, I don't think that I honestly am like, I. she probably didn't know right. the sound of Renaissance as right. much as, I mean, maybe she did. Maybe she had like a, a slight hint of it because she might like, talk with um beyonce the streets talk mm-hmm. to savage you know yeah yeah but it's a good song 
I could see it actually on um, Renaissance or Remix with Beyonce. <laughs> it's true, this totally. is true. It's yeah. a fucking very sexy ass. Beat. It's a good song, and the video just made it better. The visuals it's very made it better cute. for me. It, it, it's a cute look. I can't wait to watch. She's got some moves, Mama. She oh, she better. Really, she, she can really shake walking? it. Did I see that? I think she was doing everything. She was doing a variation everything. of the duck walk, so that was iconic. We love that. So good song in her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Antonio? What was your top up? Okay, drum roll, please. Her, obviously. Oh, my Bam. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Triple bop. Triple bop. I can't believe this. Wow. I was kind of expecting this to happen. I, I mean, said, I texted him on the side, and I was like, I have a feeling we're all going to have the same top <laughs> He did say that. But the, and you should have known when I didn't respond to you saying her. The, the, the question is... Did I say that? You did. I never... I bet it's so you, unprofessional. You disclosed your top bop. No, I don't, no, no, oh, no. I oh, said, I you. bet that we all will have the same top bop. And he was like, her question mark? As in, like, I feel like he was trying to guess mine, and I didn't <laughs> Oh, respond. so Simon, you disclosed yours. I don't remember this conversation uh, happening. Uh, I think this is false. We'll well, post, this we're is gonna, a real housewife. We're going to post it. If I've ever seen it. one, I have receipts. Oh, my God. These, I just want to say these are doctored. Check, check, out, <laughs> check out our Bopper Flop Instagram for the full story. Check out our blog post. <laughs> check the blogs, mama. Check my screenshotted notes app. Aaron, Aaron is always selling stories about me to blogs. They sell for so well. Yeah. I make so much money. In fact, he was just trying to sell the lie that I go to straight clubs and that's where I thrive. So, wow, well, well, that's, that's what Aaron does. That's how she operates. Antonio, I, if I do recall, you had a, a birthday at Chino Latino, one of the straightest <gasps> establishments out there. Now defunct. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Chino. She got what she deserved. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> you know a place serves one purpose when you get your name on the menu because they know that only birthday parties go there. Yeah, true. But I didn't know that at the time. Why didn't you educate me? Because I wasn't going to ruin your, the, your moment on your birthday. That's Girl, not who I am. Do you not realize that life is best lived when looking through the lens of a housewife? A housewife would have so burned the house down and would have been like, why are we here? That's and I, I'd have been oh, like, I I told Simon on that. my birthday, no less. Oh my god, this we, was a side conversation. Oh, I'm we, upset. We were hot. We, we, I'm yes. upset. So, I'm so upset. really, Aaron did the right thing, housewives wise. I didn't by then telling you that Aaron told me that. That would have been the housewives. You're no yeah. bone carrier like our girl Sheree. Oh, like our girl Sheree. <laughs> oh, oh Sheree. That's bone the girl. problem. You're not a bone carrier. That's right. I, well, I'm offended years later now. <laughs> and glad. you have to see me on Sunday. You better hope I show up. That's right. Well, I always hope you show up. Uh, I mean, slam. Turn the mic off. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> Antonio, Antonio's kickball attendance. Mm. That's mm. another mm. podcast. Oh, she was cute last season. <laughs> yeah. She was cute. Cute next to gorgeous. After the first month. Oh. <laughs> Let's not forget the first month. Okay. This is a slanderous kind of podcast. What is I'm this? just telling truths and that's it. I didn't I know I was coming here to be ganged up on. <laughs> Look, I'm neutral. You know, yeah. And I'm not even ganging up on you. I love you, Antonio. I'm the just, producers are giving I'm me a bad edit. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be tough to watch back for you. As, it as, is, as, Ru, as RuPaul once said, "Living on the edit." Oh, we're right. gonna have to explain a lot at the reunion. Oh, mm. I can't wait. <laughs> I hope you bring your binder full of screenshotted text messages. I, oh, 
Tune in at Tune in. 2 p.m. on Sunday for our reunion live on Instagram. That's right. That's right. <laughs> where we'll hash it out. You'll see me with a lot of work done. <laughs> <laughs> I won't look anything like any no. you've seen me before. Is that the same person? Who knows? Oh, Fresh gosh. face, new wig, man. <sighs> That's right. Oh, that is my real so hair. If we all had the same top bob, do you think we're going to have the same biggest flop? I think there are a lot more options. Yeah, there, there definitely is... were, but there, to me, I'll I'll go first. Yeah, there was a song that just I feel like you could remove from the album, and it would make the whole album kind of sound more cohesive by itself. And from that, even though it's the song that has the most airplay right now, mm-hmm. "Sweetest Pie" is the biggest flop on the album. I'm it's a Dua Lipa song. It should be on a Dua Lipa album, and it shouldn't be on a Megan Thee Stallion album, and uh, it doesn't sound like the rest of the album. She thought she was slick, and <laughs> she wasn't. But the thing is, yeah. is like like I said, I have a feeling it's the record label. It's not even, like, she probably You're didn't probably want to right. Agreed. You're Agreed. probably right. Um, so I went with the song Who Me, featuring Pooh Shiesty. Um... It's just not my favorite. No. Um, there, It gives a little bit of, um, you know, a city girls act up energy where they're like, find the beat. Find the beat. Let's find the beat. Okay. <laughs> um, it was tough. It's your Miami and I came to roll my sack house. Oh. <laughs> Amazing song. Can you, I mean, imagine being so iconic that you produce a song that completely slaps despite the fact that you are not on beat on for your verse at the entirety of the song. At all. It doesn't um, matter. No. Yeah. But will we be shaking our ass every time? Absolutely. 100%? Always. Absolutely. Um, Antonio, what was your biggest flop? Okay. So, honestly, I'm surprised. Um, I although, although I do like this song, my biggest flop, Cohesiveness, Wise is that a word? Wait. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. For cohesiveness would be sweet as pie. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Whew. That's fair. Ugh. We're in sync. sync. We're in oh, sync. We're in sync. Are. Oh yeah. When you're not talking shit. You know what? I feel... well, you were talking shit too. We're in sync about that. <gasps> I feel like the commentary on this podcast could be cited in academia. I'm just saying. Honestly, I think it probably already has. Well, check the wiki. Check my Check my IMDb. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> check my resume, ho. That's right. That's right. Well, we have one last thing to do on this podcast, and that's the single obsession. Mm, that's right. Um, Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I have really been grooving, shaken to Beach House by Carly Rae Jepsen. It yeah. is a song. It's a song. And the music video came out, and it's very cute. The music video, I think, helped the song. Um, I think it helped kind of explain the guys. Yeah. It, it, half the song is not even her singing. It's guy vocals. It's a lot of like, guy vocals. Who's that? But um, I won't be listening to it ever again until we review the album. That's a prayer. How about you, Aaron? You know, for me, um, there hasn't been a whole lot of songs that have really been like, standing out for me outside of like just continuing to listen to renaissance oh my god so much but there is a song that um has been showing up on a lot of my um dance excel playlists and that has been um, miracle maker by dom dalla and clementine douglas it is Mm. i think it's going to be one of those songs that's going to end up being played um at a lot of um, dj sets Mm -hmm. it just is a really kind of like almost classic sounding 
um, a dance song. So check out Miracle Maker if you're looking for a little wiggity diggity. Maybe I will. What about you, Antonio? All right. So my obsession right now, music-wise, would be Booty by Saucy Santana. Oh, Saucy Santana. I like that name. We do love. That's a good one. She's cute. Got some things to check out. So she samples, well, it's not Dangerously in Love because that was sampled by someone else. So mm. I think that song is called Are You My Woman or something like that. But it's it's what Beyonce used for Dangerously in Love. Oh, okay. And it's featuring our girl Lotto. So she's on the rise right now. Lotto, Lotto is on the rise. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm obsessed with Lotto right now. I watched her entire journey. But it's really cool to see an LGBTQ black uh, rapper, gay rapper mm-hmm. on the scene living his best life. Oh, that's great. Um, nails, makeup, beat face, the whole thing. You know, midriff, everything just unapologetic about everything he does. Mm. Um, and I think that he's someone to watch out for. And the song just really makes you move. Mm. Well, we need I more of that. I can't wait to listen. I can't wait to need more of that. Mm-hmm. Well, Antonio, this was so fun to have you back. You obviously are going to be back on, even if it happens this year, you'll be back on to review <laughs> Biscotti. Biscotti. <laughs> At this point, I'm just thinking maybe we should review a single because <laughs> I just, I, I don't What's your favorite? What, what's the top bop, the top verse? Oh, nice. What's the biggest yeah. flop verse? Yeah, we'll go. Verse? We'll do there's an episode verses, on that. There's chorus, yeah. there's um, of, of your bridge of, of, of a song. Yeah. You're putting me on the spot. Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying that is... That would be the episode. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. We're going to have to okay, dissect verse by it. verse and go like... Verse with, by verse. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. I got it. Yes. Oof. And decide whether or not to... she's verse. Oh. <laughs> well, I think she's a little bisexual. I think, so I think all the girls are these days. That. That's hot. That's kind of that's that's the way it goes. But yeah, we're going to have to stretch that single out to make a, <laughs> to, uh, to make we'll, a lengthy episode. We'll still oh, find a way we'll to find make a way. it an hour. Oh, we'll, we always we'll, do. We'll do it. We'll we get it there. Because I mean, at I, this point, I just, I don't even, I might be dead in my <laughs> grave before she releases an album. If by 2027 the album isn't out, we will <laughs> we review out. a single. We will review a single. Okay. All right, you heard it here. That is our promise to the, right. to the leaders out there. That's our, all our Scotty, Normani fans. Well, the last time I was on this show, I was... You said the name. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> you went so long calling her Biscotti. Right. You outed my girl like that in, in yeah. the streets. Well, How to dare. be fair, I feel like someone said it earlier. No one's going to be going this far. It's probably episode. me again. But the thing <laughs> is... They stopped listening by now. It's the last time I was here was for the Little Mix Confetti album, and I was swearing up and down the street that Normani's album... Oh, our girl Biscotti's <laughs> album, Cats Out of the Bag. Was on the way, and that was what, like, a year, <laughs> did. over a year you ago? You did say that. So, I'm, she's just that. been making me look like a fool in these streets for, like, four years. Like a damn fool. Fool. Okay. And I will continue. Just making a lot You know of what? If, if like we need fool. to have that as a second segment, we can just review a biscotti. I don't know. <laughs> I just there it on, is. On the plane today. Aren't they delicious? They're so good. So well, is, is Biscoff a biscotti? I don't think it is. Oh, those are different. A, yeah, a Biscoff are cookie different. is a Biscoff cookie. This whole time I was saying biscotti and really I wanted a Biscoff. Biscoff. Uh, bis- <laughs> those are so good. Those are so good. The times when you, like, I always ask for both. They're like, you can either have chips uh, or the cookie. And I go, 
Both, please. <laughs> Every time. More Ovaltine, please. I mean, no you never know if you don't. Ovaltine, classic. Never had, a, never had it. You'll a, never know if it's going to be your last meal. Mm. Get both. Get both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just like when they ask, like, ranch or blue cheese, and I'm like, uh, both. What Always both. I'm, I'm, I'm a ranch. I would say neither. I would say neither. I'd go give me the barbecue. I like mm. a honey mustard. Mm. Honey mustard is good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I could stand that. So, Antonio, um, if someone wants to ream you for filth, where can they find you? <sighs> if they want to lie on my good name, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Life of Berkey Instagram. That's where we are the majority of the time for social media. Can't find her on Twitter. No, nope. she's Antonio not does not disclose. We can't disclose Twitter. the Twitter. It would be I would have a lot to answer for. Have you ever been blocked on Twitter? Like not blocked. Have you ever been suspended? Like you couldn't use your account for a certain amount of time? That's a great question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought you so. You're probably yelling at some twelve year old Camilla Cabello. Kill you yourself. know. Our, ooh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he gets real dirty. He does. Real down in the trenches. You know. That's how you get suspended. It's, it's those comments. You know, I start yeah. twitching and whatnot, and then the the he demon just, just comes just out. Antonia comes out. You know, <laughs> that's my cousin's name. Oh my! Oh, she's so precious. She is. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, you need you get you get started talking about someone's fave on Twitter, and the thing People about Stan Twitter culture it. is that anyone can get can get it at any point in time. Yes. Like Beyonce gets dragged for filth. Adele. I mean, Adele sold n- next to a million copies and people were like, oh, she a was a flop. She she only she yeah. only was on uh, the uh, Hot 200 for X amount of weeks. She's a flop. People are so twisted. So it's, it's just anyone can get it Twitter. on any given day. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. I don't think that's... So, I don't think that Twitter would be uh, good for my mental health. No, I really had to... Like, I, I took a break. You had to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, what is going on? It was a mandatory break because he got suspended. For sure. Yeah. Right. (laughs) We don't tell people that. That's that's a bopper flop secret. (laughs) After he got someone swatted or something. It's one of those things where it's like, I just, I I have to cancel tour for some mental stuff. And it's like, we know you're going to rehab. (laughs) Mama, we know you're going to rehab. Well, sometimes it's like, I've slaughtered someone so bad that I'm like, I should send, like, do a wellness check on them to make sure they're okay after I did such a thing. (laughs) So. Um, Simon, where yeah. can people find you? Um, uh, God, hopefully at my home because I lost track of time <laughs> at night. Uh, but otherwise, you can find me on Instagram at the Realist Simon. If you want to follow my ever-evolving uh, Spotify playlist, that I love this playlist. And uh, yeah, how about you, Aaron? Well, you can find me at uh, the Aaron on all socials, even Twitter. Even I don't get blocked Twitter. though. I don't get blocked. Oh. Aaron puts his face out there. I do. Does he's brave? And my name. <laughs> and my name. Scary. Um, and then you can find our podcast at Bopper Flop Podcast. That's right. Uh, on Instagram, mm-hmm. and you can also find us wherever you like to listen to your podcast. We're probably there. Yeah. And a lot of times you can leave reviews. So leave us a five star so review. Just do it. Like, write a little comment. Write a little fun uh, little quip. Yeah. Do something with your day. Write as many things as you can that rhyme with biscotti. <laughs> We can Challenge. find a, we can find a we couple. Could, yeah, there's gotta be some. Bugatti. I can't. Think Naughty. Naughty. Hotty. Body. Body. We're getting somewhere, guys. Thotty. And for the rest, drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. 
Oh, wrong album. Right. Stream Traumazine. That's right. Traumazine. <laughs> Church Girls. Acting loose. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>